Hello, and welcome to my bullet journal journey. I'm your host, Danny Kay. Today is kind of a continuation of the last podcast where I discussed journaling through grief. The grief processing for me came outside of journaling for the most part, but I discovered through my journal how unfocused I had become after a life-altering event. So this episode, I want to delve into rediscovering intentionality. Ryder Carroll emphasizes intentionality in the bullet journal. He says, quote, intentionality is the power of the mind to direct itself toward that which it finds meaningful and take actions toward that end. I don't know if this happens to any of you, but I at times go through the motions in my journal without really thinking about what I'm doing. So I set up my spreads, but I'm not really consistent with utilizing them. I set my goals at the beginning of the year, and then I don't look at them until I'm migrating to the next journal. Uh, So we have to prioritize reflection to keep ourselves intentional. Again, the bullet journal is a tool, and as with any tool, if you're not using it, it can't help you. We are almost to the point where we have to migrate to a new journal, and I don't feel like I've implemented any of my goals from the year. What I discovered with my first journal is that you accomplish your goals by incorporating small daily actions into your routine. So I am committing myself to intentionality the last two months of this journal. It's so easy after a big event in your life to get off track. And so we go back to our default and we start floating along. I feel like I'm back to where I was when I started journaling, kind of directionless. I'm not overwhelmed, so there's that. But I think about intentionality and how it manifests in my life, and I realize that I'm lacking it nearly everywhere. My first issue is my social media and phone use. I'm not intentional with my social media use, which was one of my goals to reduce my phone time. Writer Carol says about social media, quote, distracted by the never-ending stream of aspirational media, we forfeit our opportunity to define what is meaningful on our own terms. And that impacts me in so many places. First, in my mornings, I want to get up earlier and get things done. I loved when I was getting up early. I felt so good having that time to myself. I have never been a morning person, but I accidentally woke up really early on a weekend one day, and it was the most incredible feeling. Like, I had the best day. So, in my first journal, I made it a habit to track getting up early, and it was a huge change in my life. I was so productive. The mornings were to myself. I exercised. I created. I read. I took walks. I enjoyed a cup of coffee in the quiet. I ended up, I abandoned that some time ago and I've struggled to get back into it in large part because I'm just doom scrolling on Twitter for an hour every morning. And it's so awful because that hell site is such a cesspool of negativity and fear and you start your day like that. It would be much more productive to read if I wanted to stay in bed, but I'm not even doing that. 
My social media use also distracts me from working through the day, so it affects my productivity in my job, and it's just not great for anyone's mental health, and I want to make a cognizant effort in May and June to reach the goal I set at the beginning of the year. I have a phone use tracker in my journal, so I'm going to make sure I fill it in every day. It's May 5th. I still haven't set that spread up. I'm behind on my journal. Again, shocker, uh, but I'm going to do that today. Because what gets measured gets managed, and I want to make a cognizant effort to stay below my target. Another place where a lack of intentionality manifests in my life is my house. So my default is a slob. I'm a slob. I've gotten much, much better, but it's something that I regress on when I'm not living intentionally. My husband says I can't have horizontal spaces anywhere. I just cover them with crap. So what happens is I let things build up until they become projects. Rather than unloading the dishwasher, <clears throat> I just cover it with dishes all day. So I don't unload it in the morning and fill it up as I go. I'm leaving it full and then just stacking the dishes on the counter through the day. And then when I go to cook dinner, I'm first spending 20 minutes cleaning my kitchen so I have space to work. So it becomes a project. Laundry is the same way. Y'all know about my struggle with laundry. I wait until the hamper is overflowing to the floor before I wash it. And then I dread folding it because it's a mountain of laundry and that's a project. It's going to take me 45 minutes to fold and put it away. So these chores that could easily be less than 10 minutes if I were on top of it become huge time sucks because I've let them build up and now I need to waste 40 minutes on it rather than 10 minutes. That time could have been spent on my goals. And I think I often use these projects as a mechanism to procrastinate, so I just need to not create projects for myself. I'm also lacking intentionality in my workout routine. I'm not really working out every day anymore. Yoga is so good for me in the mornings, and I loved how my body was looking. I've never been so fit, but now I'm more inconsistent, and it's not a priority. I think I've gotten a little bit bored with it. I also feel like perhaps a pregnancy is going to ruin all the gains I've made anyway, so what's the point when in reality I need to be in shape especially for a pregnancy? I'm a small person. I have small hips. I had a really hard time in childbirth with my daughter. She was 8 pounds 4 ounces, so pretty big for someone of my stature and big heads like run in my family. So I was in labor for 55 hours and was absolutely exhausted by the time I needed a push and then her giant head got stuck and they had to use forceps. So it was just a nightmare experience and I think had I been alive a hundred years ago I probably would have died in childbirth. But I was also not in shape at all when I gave birth the last time and I really think physical and mental conditioning would have done so much for me and it would have been such a different experience. So yoga is also great for my mental state and it taught me how to breathe through discomfort which is essential during childbirth so I feel like I need to be intentional with my workout routine now more than ever as well as with my diet. Um, I was going to wait to share this news but I'm pregnant again very early. Um, you're apparently 
super fertile after a miscarriage. So yay. Um, I figure if I miscarry again, I'm going to end up sharing it here anyway. So why not share it now while it's still a happy news? Anyway, I am starving basically all the time. And then I get nauseous and then I'm starving, rinse, repeat. And I'm just stuffing my face with anything and everything. And so I like with exercise, I need to be more intentional with my diet now more than ever. Um, my daughter was big. I ate like garbage during my pregnancy with her fast food soda junk. So I think that probably contributed to her size. Not that I want a skinny baby, but I want one that's not going to be difficult to birth. So I need to make better choices as far as what I'm putting in my body. And I think eating better will also probably help me feel more satiated. I also spend a lot of time during the evenings preparing meals, which I enjoy, but I could be more intentional with meal planning, so that will cut down that time so I can spend time working on my projects and my goals. Another area where I lack intentionality is with my spending. Getting our finances in order was one of our New Year's resolutions as a family, and I'm just not being intentional with my spending. I'm not enacting any of the plans that we laid out, which I know is frustrating to my husband, and it's not getting us any closer to our goals. So this month, we're actually going to have a spending contest to see who can spend the least in the family, including our daughter. So I think that's going to help me stop and think when I go to spend, is this going to help us reach our goal? So it will help me be more intentional in that area of my life. In general, I feel like I'm on autopilot and I need to get out of it. I need to kind of regain control of my life. We underestimate how much time we actually have and how much time we waste. When I was getting up early, having an hour to myself, and then making a priority to work a little in the evenings, I made so much progress towards my goals. And it's just making that commitment to yourself, to your goals, uh, to prioritize what's important. On my May calendar page, I normally add my goals and tasks for the month. So this month, I'm going to dedicate that space to intentionality. I'm going to write down all the areas in my life where I want to be intentional. And I also want to make it a priority in the evening to journal, plan out my day the next day so I'm not just floating through the days. It's never too late to get back on track. So what do you think? Are you lacking intentionality? If you are, I want you to reflect on your time and consider all the facets of your life where you could be more intentional. Maybe make a spread. Brain dump your ideas. If you do and you care to share, tag me on Instagram. I hope this episode was helpful. I will be back soon with another episode of my bullet journal journey. I'm your host, Danny Kay. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a great day.